2019 is year of new birth. Amen? Let's say together with me, year 2019 is the year of a new birth. Year 2019 is the year of the new birth. Praise God. Some of you are really, you know, waiting for a new birth of a family member, young couples to have babies, right? And Pastor Nico say that uh, year 28 is a new uh, beginning. Uh, it's a beginning of uh, something that already in existence, right? Sometimes you want to turn a new leaf or over. You want you make a mess of things in our life, and you want to have a new beginning. But when we have a new birth, it's something that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. That's what the Lord has in store for those who love the Lord. Amen? Amen. How many of you love Jesus? How many really say, Lord Jesus, I really love you? Just raise your hand. Raise your, lift it up high. Really, I mean, you love Jesus. Amen? Now, keep it high. Keep it up high. Unto you, the promise of God says, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, No eyes has seen, no ear has heard, no mind, your mind has not conceived. That has God has in store for you and your family and your future and your life and your walk with God and your ministry. If you believe that, say Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. It is always an exciting to be uh, with God. It's always exciting to be in the winning team, right? Yeah, yeah last night, uh, Arsenal lost so somehow, right? <laughs> I support <laughs> that club. But, you know, if you are in the winning team with the Lord Jesus, it's always be winning. You see challenges. Yeah, uh, last year... Uh, uh, Pastor, uh, last week, Pastor Stephen shared about, you know, last year, Pastor Stephen said that in, uh, there's a, for a little while, there are challenges, there are, there are processes that God has, uh, you know, put into our lives so that we can be purified in our faith, so that our faith can be proven to be genuine. And we can uh, move up. But, you know, it's not just about the test and trial. There is victory in God. If we will see challenges, we will see it's not going to be easy. But God is with each one of you. Tell the person next to you, say, it's not going to be easy. But be courageous, God is with you. Hallelujah. It doesn't seem that you are saying that. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me just say it again with you. It's not going to be easy. But if God is with you, if God is for you, then who can be against us? Praise the Lord. Turn with me to John chapter 3, verse 1 until 5. We are going to talk about born again. It's a new birth in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. John chapter 3, verse 1 until 5. I'm going to read from... Uh, I'm not sure whether it's the same translation as a New King James Version. Let me read my... There was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, 
I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And he could even say to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. This is, this is a very basic uh, you know, teaching that we would like to revisit and as we meditate on the Word of God, let wisdom come out. Let revelation, fresh revelation come out. Let the new illumination understanding. Last time I've been reading this word, but today God is speaking something new. God is reminding something strongly. Come to our life. Now the first thing, brothers and sisters, the first point here is so serious. Jesus say, unless a man or a woman is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Again, verse number three even said, he cannot even see the kingdom of God. We are all need to be born again. Let me ask you, BIS congregation, how many of you know that you are a born again believer? Lift up your hand. Praise God. Lift up your hand. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that need to have a conviction in our hearts. And that need to be a belief in our life. And that belief and that conviction will result in something. It is not just knowing uh, the know of the head. And we see, you know, what we know in this life, in this, uh, uh, in this universe, in the nature, and so on. We know, but yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm born again, then that's it. But there needs to be a conviction in our heart that the Holy Spirit is given to us. The Bible says that through the Holy Spirit, God, the Spirit, uh, 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 what do you call it, is witnessing in our heart that we are children of God. Now, those who are unbelievers, those unbelievers, if you, you know, have you ever shared the gospel to unbelievers and they will say how do you know that you are saved how do you know that you are the children of God right have you ever been asked that question right or have you been asking yourself that question yeah now we know that Holy Spirit is in us and He is giving us conviction. He is giving us the witness that I am a child of God. How many of you experience that 
witness of the Holy Spirit in your life. You have to raise your hand. Amen. Amen. And aren't you thankful for that? That you know there is no certificate given to you that you are a child of God. There's no certificate to you that you are going to go to heaven. There's no something there, but you know in your heart as you receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, according to the Bible, according to the Word of God, you know that you are a child of God. Amen? Amen? And now as I share this afternoon with you, let that conviction come again. Let that inner witness come again. And as you know and you are convicted again and you are convinced again that you are a child of God, on the second part of the, uh, the sharing this afternoon, I want to challenge you that that revelation as the, as the child of God will work in our life, will become reality in our life, will become manifestation that, you know, as I know now, I'm a child of God, I live differently compared to before I knew that I'm a child of God. Now, some of us, like me, who have been Christian since our childhood, our parents are Christian and we are taught in the will of God, in the way of God, that conviction you may not know, you know, you know how you were before uh, uh, the knowing God, but you know when you are far from God, when you are away from the Lord, you feel that you are struggling with yourself, with your own strength and so on. But as we come and abide in Jesus Christ, abide in me and I, in you, and ask of anything, my Father will give it to you. And you will be fruitful in the house of God. Uh, this afternoon, I want to challenge you. Be sure again that you are a child of God. And that means a lot. It not just means something, but it means whole lot thing different. And some of us, a few of us, if you are not sure that you are the child of God, I want to share more about this. Born again, so that after this service, you really want to come to the Lord and you say, I want that. I want to be born again into the kingdom of God. I want to be saved. Brothers and sisters, born again is a condition to enter into the kingdom of God or to be saved. But do we really need to be saved? Do we need to be saved? I thought, you know, I'm just fine. Yeah, I'm doing some mistakes here and there. Sometimes I say lies, sometimes I cheated, sometimes I do something wrong, but I don't really do, you know, extreme yeah, sins like you know, killing people, like, you know, uh, taking over uh, somebody, ruining somebody's life, and so on. And now the Bible says in Roman chapter 3, verse 20. Roman chapter 3, verse 20. It says in the New Living Translation, NLT, it says, For 
No one can ever be made right with God by doing the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Therefore, by the deeds of law, by doing the law, no one, no flesh, no man can be justified in God's sight. But, uh, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. The law is given, and people think that as we obey the law, right, we can be saved. Yes, if you can fulfill the full law, you can be saved. But the Bible says if you are guilty against one of the law, again, you know, of all this law, against one of that you uh, did not fulfill, then you are sinning against the whole law. Now, back to the scripture. The scriptures simply say that we thought we can fulfill the law and be saved. And the Bible says the law is given, and God knows, and God knows that we, none of us, no one in this world, no matter how good they are, nobody can fulfill the law, but rather the law is to show us how sinful we are. And because of the law, we know how sinful we are. Now then we know that we need to be saved. You know, uh, uh, when we witness to somebody, yeah, it's very difficult to witness to somebody who doesn't need God if everything is well. Yeah? If, if, uh, if, if the family is good, the career is good, have a you know, decent house, not, not necessarily very wealthy and whatever, uh, you know, very rich. Everything is fine. It's very difficult but because this guy, he doesn't need anything, yeah? And normally when we uh, witness, it's easy and uh, we have a more window of opportunity when that person has a need, yeah? Now, if we are close enough to somebody, to our friends that who do not know Jesus Christ, most of the time they will have something, uh, they try to cover it up. But you are close enough, everybody has a need. Rich or poor, right? Uh, high education or normal education or low education, everyone has a need. And if we know that need and we bring them, that their need to the hand of God, normally people would open up. Yeah. I, 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 I met somebody who is uh, sick. Sick, very sick. You know, do you want me to pray for you? Most of the time, they will just simply say yes, right? And they just pray for the person. And we pray with a prayer of faith. And we believe, God, I have shared, I have preached your word. I know your word will not come back in void, but will do, Lord. So I leave it to you. Amen? We are no greater than God. We don't try to make, you know, to prove that God alive. We just share the word and let the word of God do its work because God is bigger and greater than our capability. And now coming back, when, when the law shows us how sinful we are, then we know that we need to be saved. Romans chapter 3, now verse 23 and 24, it says like this, For anyone, for everyone has sinned. 
the person next to you, the person in front of you, everyone has sinned, including yourself. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty for our sins. Now the Bible says that when Adam was created in the Garden of Eden, Adam was created in the image of God. And what happened is that Adam can walk with God. Adam can talk with God. There is no sin. Adam is just created in the image of God. And now what happened is that after sin came, that no one is righteous. No one, everyone is sin, has sin, and falls short to the God's glorious standard, to God's holiness. Now we become, uh, uh, you know, we become separated from God. The Bible say, because of sins, we are separated from God. Another scripture say, we were beca- we become enemies of God. Don't even come to God; we become enemy to God. And that's why Jesus, one of the work of Jesus, it is said to be to reconcile yeah, between man and God. Have you been in an office where two of your colleagues quarrel and they just don't work right, with each other? And you try to reconcile the two. Hey, come on, take it easy. Don't take it seriously. Right, life must go on. Just, you know, get along. Or your siblings, among siblings. In your family, uh, there is probably tension. And we are reconciling relationship. We were enemies to God. How can we be saved? How can we think that we can go to heaven being the enemy of God? We will not go to heaven. We will go to hell. But thanks be to God, as He gave Jesus Christ, Jesus freed us from the penalty of sins, from the power of sins. We were enemies to God. We were reconciled to God. Another word, another scripture say, we were dead in our trespasses. We cannot meet the holy God as who we are, and we can live. Moses, God told Moses, no one can see my face and live. But one day, we will be transformed. If we believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and we are saved, we will be given new body. And we will be with Him. Forever and ever. Amen. How many of you are glad because of that? Give praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. No one can go to the sun and live. It's too hot. It's too bright. It's too powerful. In fact, no one can go to the moon as who we are and we can live. 
but some astronauts can go to the moon and they can live there because they have been equipped with the astronaut uh, suits. In the same way, brothers and sisters, even Isaiah the prophet, Isaiah is a prophet of God, a man who lived before the Lord. But when he saw the glory of God in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, the time of the King Uzziah died, I see the Lord high and lifted up. And the train of his robe covered the uh, temple of God, and his holiness come and said of him, cry out, Holy, holy, holy God, the Almighty. Verse 5, I said, woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. But my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah say, I will die. I am living in sin. I live among people who live in sin. And yet my eyes have seen God is holy. Isn't that great, amazing grace that we receive from the Lord? Amen. How we appreciate that amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost and now I am found. Was blind and now I see. Brothers and sisters, Good men cannot be saved. Only righteous men can be saved. And the problem is that no one is righteous. Only the one who received the righteousness from Jesus. And the Bible says it is imputed. It is given. It is um, closed. It is... What do you call it? It is uh, put on. You know, when Jesus is, is the righteousness of God, He put on His righteousness on us. And now we can come to the presence of God. Amen? Amen? Sin is like a deadly plague. Yeah? Have you seen any movie about plague? Huh? Any movie about plague? I don't <laughs> See, watch movie a lot. But imagine if there is a city, okay, if whole Singapore, uh, let's not call Singapore, right? Let's call another city. Another city has a plague, and everyone in that city, for example, 50,000 people in that city, all got infected by the plague. And it's a deadly plague. What happened? All that 50,000 will die. Uh, there is a cure, there is an injection of serum or, or, you know, cure. And if you got injection, you can be saved. You can be alive. You can be cured from that deadly disease. And that person, people around, you know, 50 people in that city say, oh, I have positive thinking. I don't believe that I will die. I have a positive thinking, I can be okay. No, that deadly plague, don't tell me, it is negative thinking, I'm okay. What will happen to that person? He will die. 
Another person say, oh, I will eat healthy life. I will, you know, eat vegetable. I will eat, you know, only, you know, uh, well-cooked food. And I try to avoid uh, processed food. What will happen to the person? Because of the disease, he will die. Another person, you know, he's uh, got a plague as well. He's got a disease and say, oh, I will go to gym. I will, you know, try to be healthy. What, the person, what happened to the person? The person was going to die. In the same manner, and sisters, some of us may think, let me do good work. You will die in your sin unless Jesus saves you. And we say, I, I, will, I will do a charity. I'll give money. You will die in your sins. Nothing can save us. But in Lord Jesus, we are all saved. We have new hope and we become child of God and we are born again in Him. Amen. Let's give clap offering to the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And John chapter 3, it is said again, verse 16. You know John 3, verse 16. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17, God sent His Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. Verse 18, there is no judgment against anyone who believes in Him, but anyone who does not believe in Him has already been judged. For not believing in God's one and only Son. That's what I explained. If everybody has already got this deadly plague, deadly disease, if you don't do anything, you'll just die. You're just under the condemnation. You're under the judgment of God. And only through Jesus Christ, we can receive forgiveness of soul. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came to, into the world. But people love darkness more than the light, verse 19 and verse 20. All who do evil hate the light, refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed, verse 21. But those who do what is right come into the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Are you saved this afternoon? Are you saved this afternoon? If you are not, there's nothing that you can do to save yourself but by believing in Jesus Christ, Son of God. I travel uh, around, you know, Singapore, I went to Brunei, I see religious people over there, you know, what kind of religious and religion and faith people of Brunei. Really good. Doing well. But the truth of God is the same. I see other faith. And you also, you see people around you. Right? They can be good people, good men, good women. But sin has come to this world 
and no one is righteous. And that's why that truth, that conviction need to come into our hearts that we have compassion for those who are lost without Jesus. Amen? But thanks be to God that all of us here who believe in His name, we are saved. Amen? Amen? And that's why we can sing that song, I never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross. Come sing. I never know how much. Yeah, give me the right key. Let's sing that song. Here I am. Yeah. I never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross. I never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together Hallelujah. I just want to give a clap offering to the Lord. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Saving me. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to come to the second part. Yeah, thank you, musician. I come to the second part, and that is about the blessings of being born again. I want to start with a story about a farmer who found an eagle's egg, yeah, slightly bigger. A farmer take that egg and bring it back home. He doesn't know what the egg is, you know, what kind of egg is this. He has a farm of chicken. He put that egg together with the chicken's egg. <laughs> and then the mother chicken, okay, uh, uh, what they call uh, sit and net, right? Uh, what is it called? Nest uh, the eggs together. Eagle's egg and chicken's egg together. And then a few days after that, uh, probably a week, and then the egg hatched. And then there is chicks. There is also an eaglet. There are many baby chicks and an eaglet. And what happened is that they grow together. They grow together. Now the eaglet find that he is a bit different from the rest, but yeah, okay, you know, the eaglet nev never see the mirror. <laughs> you know, just follow what the other chicks do. 
back the ground, take whatever, the food on the ground, and so on, and do the same thing as the other chicks do. Until one day, there's an eagle come. There's an eagle come and soar and the fly up high. And then when the eagle, uh, when the mother chicken saw the eagle, call all the chicks to, you know, to protect the, ch the chicks because the eagle may snatch the chick, right? Cover that. And then including that eagle also hiding there, right? Doesn't know. And the eagle flying high, high and come around and so on. But in the heart of the eaglet, that is something that is great. But, you know, I see other chicks. They don't fly. I don't think I can fly. Yeah. So until one day, until one day the eagle become bigger and bigger. And then he saw how that eagle up there flying, flapping the wing, Soaring in the air, and then he tried to flap his wing. Perhaps he can just jump a little bit. I, said, I can't, I can't. It's just my imagination. And you can imagine after a few attempts, he tried to fly, and then he can fly, and he never come back. But the chicks, no matter how much they try, they will never be able to fly. Right? Brothers and sisters, we are born of God. Do you realize that? that? We are not just people who are born from our father and mother, but the Holy Spirit witness in our soul that we are born of God. John chapter 1, verse 12, those who believe in His name, they are given the right to be the children of God. Children who were not born because of the desire of man, but they are born of God. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and the new has come. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Can you look at people around you and see, are they children of God? Hallelujah. Give a big smile if you see they are children of God. Hallelujah. How many of you are children of God? Are you sure? Are you sure? Sometimes we are like other people. We struggle with our life. We don't see, you know, anything use, unusual. Perhaps you are like the eagle. You're trying to, you know, how come I cannot fly? I see that flying. I cannot fly. Hey, we are born of God. You may need to learn something. You may need to get certain revelation. The Holy Spirit may still need to do certain work in your life, but you are born of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
I just want to give clap offering to the Lord. Praise the Lord. And we may need to learn new ways. Because otherwise, if we don't understand that, like the eaglet, even though he can perform what the eagle does, because of the surrounding, because of the circumstance where he is in, he will just do what the chicks do, and we can just do what the world does. But brothers and sisters, we need to look into the Word of God. Because in the Word of God, God reveals the substance, who we are as children of God. Praise the Lord. And we need to, and God has given us all the potential. God give us His grace and mercy. Grace is something that we don't deserve, God gave us. Mercy is that something bad that's supposed to come to us because of our sin, but because of God's mercy, God did not put it on us. The wrath of God, because of our sin, because of His mercy, He did not punish us according to our sins. God gave us the Word of God. The Word of God is full of promises of God. The Word of God is full of instruction how to live in the kingdom of God and God give us Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. And there is an inner witness in our heart. How many of you know that Holy Spirit lives in you? How many of you are, have been learning how to be led by the Holy Spirit? And this is a problem. We have all the blessings of God, but we never learn how to use it and how to use it effectively. Now, even though the nature of God has been given to us, we are still living as in the past because we do not know the Word of God. Hosea say, my people perish because they do not know the Word of God. First John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5, it says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. Brothers and sisters, we are overcomers. Amen. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? According to the Bible, you overcome the world. Now, having the potential is one thing, but we need to change the way we live so that we are, as we are born again, we live in the kingdom of God according to the kingdom of God and we live fruitfully in His kingdom for His glory. There are four ways that God, at least there are four uh, ways of living that I want to share this uh, afternoon. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, I appeal to you, brothers, to the mercy of God, to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual worship. And then number two is that do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
that you know what is the will of God that is good, acceptable, and perfect. Are you ready to walk in the kingdom of God? Amen? Amen? If you are not born again, you cannot walk in the kingdom of God. If you are not born as an eaglet, you will never become an eagle. But if you are born again, you have God's nature in your life. But you still need to change the way you think, the way you live, so that you can walk in the way of God and inherit God's blessings. All right, number one is that in the kingdom of God, we need to walk in the Spirit. Say together with me, walk in the Spirit. One more time, walk in the Spirit. In the year 2019, year of new birth, if you want to walk in God's blessings, walk in the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. New, new Living Translation. That you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desire that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. And these two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intention. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation of the law of Moses. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Holy Spirit is given to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse uh, 2, uh, 12. Uh, no one can say Jesus is Lord unless by the Holy Spirit. Amen? If we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, the Holy Spirit is given to us. And secondly is that when we are born again, we are born of the water, which is the Word of God, and we are born of the Spirit, and the Spirit of God is given to us. The problem is that are we walking, listening to the Holy Spirit God? The, the, uh, the uh, uh, um, Greek word of uh, Holy Spirit is a, another helper that Jesus says, parakletos, which is someone who is walking by your side. As you walk together with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit actually is by your side. But do you allow Him to influence you? Do you allow Him to guide you? Do you ask Him about certain decisions that you make? And that's why, brothers and sisters, prayer is very important. Prayer shows our humility that we say, God, I do not know what to do. I need you. Help me, Lord. I need your intervention. I need your blessing. I need your help. In our struggles and our life, brothers and sisters, Holy Spirit knows all the answers. If only we seek Him and we ask Him in prayer. Amen? In this year, 2019, do we want to walk in the Spirit of God? 
Do you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, God? Let's make this commitment. Lord, I want to be led by you. I want to be guided by you. I want to seek you, Lord, every day. Lord, I need you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him and He will straighten your path. Hallelujah. We are born again. We have the Spirit of God. Brothers and sisters, B-I-S. Walk in the Spirit every single day of our life. Seek Him. Ask Him. Inquire Him. Get wisdom. Get instructions. You know that God loves you? Amen? And the Holy Spirit loves you. And the Holy Spirit will lead you, will guide you to His destiny for each one of us. I'm not going to share about how to discern the voice of God this afternoon. I don't think we have time, but I believe the easiest way is just, just pray. Just pray. The other time, you know, my daughter told me, I hear the voice of God. And I say, in what way? Yeah, just God remind me this. God give me this, uh, you know, understanding. And that's, that's how normally God speaks to us. He gives us ideas. He gives us inspiration. He convicts us for wrong things. He leads us to the right choice. And sometimes we do not know. And we need to make a decision. And if we already commit and submit to His will, He will not let us go astray. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number one is, number one is what? Walk in the Spirit. Say together, walk in the Spirit. Amen? Number two, walk in the light. Say together with me, walk in the light. Walk in the Spirit. Number two, walk in the light. Ephesians chapter 5, 8 and 9. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 until 9. It says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. If you are born again, you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Walk in what is good and right and true. Now, the Bible says that we have the light of God. Uh, have you ever been trying to walk in the dark room, right? I suppose this whole building, right, this whole auditorium, we switch off the light. We do not know, we cannot see any light, right? Typically, exit is going to still uh, be lit up, right? But supposedly, even the exit, uh, you know, light is off, we will not be a see thing. And I will just walk and I can just Injure myself as I do not know there's a step there. You might hit this uh, chair. You might be entangled with a cable. You just darkness. But thanks be to God, He gave us light. The Word of God is the light of God. Your Word is a light unto my feet. 
and the Lamb unto my path. Brothers and sisters, we need to walk in the light. Having been born again, don't live in darkness. How many of us this afternoon say, Lord, this year 2019, I do not want to walk in darkness, so help me God. Help me, Lord, to walk in the light of God. Amen? Amen? If you just want to say amen, give glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walking in the light is liberating. Walking in the light is enlightening and you can see things and you can walk carefully and you can walk wisely. Walking in darkness, walking in sin, walking in all the evil and lies in the world. We don't see things. We can't see. Unless we walk in the light, Wow, God is leading us and we produce what is good, what is right, and what is true. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. City set on a hill cannot be hidden. God wants us not just to see the light, but become the light. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit and teach them to do what I have taught you. And see and behold, I'll be with you until the end of time, until the end of ages. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Children of God, walk in the light of God. Amen. And be the light of God. Amen. And let people come to the light and let them be saved. Number one is walking in the Spirit. Listen to the Spirit of God. And that's going to be an exciting year as we do that. Number two, walk in the light. Leave, leave the darkness. Walk in the light of God. Number three, walk by faith. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Walk by faith. Faith is powerful. We have so many uh, promises of God. Right, we have so many uh, promises of God, and Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things unseen. We may not have seen it yet, but if we know that it is in God's will and it is God's promises, this afternoon, I challenge you, let your faith come back, arise. Maybe in year 2018, your faith has gone weak. Maybe you also you have some disappointment and say, I cannot believe anymore, but this afternoon, I just want to challenge you. Let your faith rise. Walk by faith that you can inherit all the promises of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things unseen. Romans chapter 1 verse 17 says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from face to face, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Galatians 3 verse 11, the righteous shall live by faith. In year 2019, people of God, how many of you want to say, Lord, I want to believe in your word. I want to walk by faith. Just, just lift up your hands. Praise God. Praise God. Be strong. 
Be courageous. Like God tell Joshua, you will inherit this land. You will conquer this. And Joshua is afraid because his predecessor Moses could not go in. Be courageous. God is telling you this afternoon, 2019, people of God, be courageous. God is about to give birth something new in your life, in your ministry, in your family, for His glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's why it's important for us to know the Word of God. It's important for us to believe in the Word of God. And it's important for us to keep on believing and living by faith in the Word of God. First of all, first one is that walk in the Spirit. Number two, walk in the light. Number three, walk by faith. Number four, the last one, walk in love. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Walk in love. As Christ loved you, love one another. John chapter 13, verse 33 and 34, a new commandment I give to you. Love one another just as I love you. You are also, uh, just as I have loved you, you also have to love one another. By this, people will know the trademark of Christians, disciples of Jesus, that you are my disciples if you love one another. What is love? Paul expressed and explained love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 until 7. And let's just put the word of God as our mirror. Have we been walking in love? 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Have we been walking in love? Love is patient. Love is kind. Have we been patient? Have we been kind? Maybe not yet. But let's just improve, obey, and obedient to the, to, to, to the leading of the Holy Spirit in us. Let the hand of the potter mold our life, our clay of life, and make it as a beautiful vessel. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Love is not rude. It, doesn't not, it does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice. Rejoice whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, always hopeful, endures every circumstance. And verse 13, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. This year, 2019. Born again Christians, born again BIS. Let's walk by the Spirit of God. Walk in the light. Walk by faith. Walk in love. Have a care for somebody. Have a heart for another people. So after the service, don't go back home quickly, please. Just get to know somebody. Bless somebody. Love somebody. 
And I believe the church of God will grow as we love one another, as we care for one another. As Jesus has loved you, you ought to love one another. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, we are born of God. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please let the Holy Spirit give you a fresh revelation, calling your name. You are my child. You are born of me. And my spirit is in you. And you want to respond to God this afternoon? Thank you, Lord. I cannot save myself. Thank you for giving your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior, for which we are going to remember through this Holy Communion. And I want to respond as I am your child. I want to walk in this year 2019, walk by the Spirit. Walk in the light, no longer in darkness. Walk by faith, increase my faith, Lord. And walk in love. Greatest of all is love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, I pray this afternoon, Lord. Strengthen each one of us. Strengthen our commitment, O Lord, this afternoon. We will walk, Lord, in the kingdom of God. Not in the old ways. Not in our own ways. Not in the way that the world has been showing us. Walking according to your word. Bless your people. We give thanks to you. We give thanks to you. We are new creation. We are new creation in you. But we need to renew our mind. That we change the way we think, the way we live, the way we behave. That we, as we do the will of God, the word of God, First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine, Lord, let that become reality in our life. No eye has seen every everything, Lord, that we have not thought before, have not heard before, have not seen before. God, you will give us your blessing to every one of us this afternoon. Hallelujah! I invite all the workers to come forward. As we prepare for the Holy Communion, let's stand up together. Let's stand up together in God's presence. Hallelujah, Jesus.
you have given your life for us, O oh God. And that's why we are going to celebrate in this Holy Communion. And your word says, as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. Always remember, Lord, your love for us. Oh, we remember your sacrifice for us. Oh, we remember, God, that you give your only son. And we remember that your word says, if you have given, you did not spare your own son. Will you not give everything else together with, your, with Jesus for us? We are so thankful. We are in awe. We never know how much it costs to see, Lord, the price of salvation that you have purchased for us. And this afternoon, we just want to say, thank you, Jesus. Shall we just say thank you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Bless every one of us. Receive the Holy Communion. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks.